Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. What is up? What is up, my pot of people? Hello, hello. It's been a hot second since I've recorded an episode, so I'm so stoked to be here with you guys. I've literally, for the past two weeks, just been teaching, and I've been teaching young human beings to go on stage and share their voice, and it's been like so rewarding, so epic, so amazing, and it has inspired me to share some epic things with you guys. I'm just like so stoked on life right now. So let's get to it. This episode is actually going to be sponsored by my upcoming workshop, which is this Thursday that is called Stage Presence with Soul. And it's actually inspired by my past two weeks of teaching these young kids and all the way up to junior highs, how to really own their voice and step on stage. And the most amazing thing about this work that I do, like if you didn't know this about me, I have a degree in acting. I have a degree in theater. I have a BFA, which is a Bachelor of Fine Arts major in acting. I've done playwriting. I've done voice work. I've done all these things. I've been working um, professionally for about eight years. And it's truly been a wild ride because I started this journey. Like I literally came out of the womb, jazz hands first, went directly onto the stage. And I did theater. And I was one of those kids who just knew I was destined to be on stage. And I did theater and I did performance and I was always top of my class in all things acting. I was a total overachiever. If it wasn't given to me, I'd build it myself. If I wasn't given a role, I'd be like, fine, you don't want me in your play? Fine. I'm going to write myself a role and then I'm going to get my friends to direct it. And then I'm going to find a space for it. And then I'm going to get my other friends to create costumes for it. And we'll do set design. We're going to do all these things because if it's not given to me, I'm going to build it myself. And that's always been a part of my journey. And one of the main things, like I've wanted to talk about this specific topic for so long, which is public speaking, getting on stage, sharing your voice, because I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot in my eight years of working with boys, of being a performer since I was very young, of being uh, in this personal development industry for years as well. Like the first time I shared my voice with a microphone in my hand, and told my own story instead of spending so much time telling other people's stories. That's really important. I literally have a degree in telling other people's stories. I have a degree in being anyone other than who I am. Like, hello. That's one of the most epic parts of this work is that I know both sides. I know coming home to who you are and sharing your own story from a place of vulnerability and honesty and sharing your heart and soul and being okay with people not getting you or misunderstanding you or being okay with people not hearing you, but knowing that your people will hear you on a deep level and will feel your energy and being on that side of it. And then also being on the side where it's like, I want to use this as escapism and I want to be everyone other than who I am. And I see so many people in the personal development industry go up on stage and they have a persona and they have a mask that they wear because they're so scared of being misunderstood or so scared of 
feeling like they're not good enough. And so what they do is they create a persona and then they feel like they have to live up to their own hype. So there's like, you go up on stage and you are this person that you've created yourself to be in order to be seen as a leader. And then you come off stage and someone comes up to you and says, oh my God, you've changed my life. And all of a sudden, because you've created this separate persona of who you are, you start to feel like an imposter. You're like, um, I didn't change your life. That person on stage changed your life. And like, I don't even know who they are. They're just this character that I created in my head because I thought that's what I needed to be in order to be successful. And now my whole life is dedicated to try to live up to this person who feels so disconnected from me. And that thought process is something that is so clear in so many different channels And it's something that is almost taught a lot of the time in public speaking, which is you have to speak a certain way. You have to hold your voice a certain way. You have to slow your, slow down your speech. You have to have your pitch be a certain thing. So people convince other people, like the people who teach these workshops, teach other, other people that their voice is wrong. And so they're like, oh my God, if my physical voice is wrong, then my entire belief system and ideas and stuff like that clearly aren't worth being shared because my voice is flawed. So they teach these people that they are inherently flawed and then they teach them to go completely neutral and numb out and go share this other person on stage that's not them. And I think it's bullshit and it's boring and it's just not okay, right? And I spent my entire acting um, process, even since I was really, really young, I was told that like I bob my head too much, I use my hands too much when I talk, I talk too fast, um, all these different things. And so I would enter rooms completely neutral and I would go and audition completely neutral and I would be so not me. I would take every single part that made me unique and I would drop it on the floor outside that audition room, walk in and be in this energy of please hire me, please see me as a leader, please see me as good enough, please see me as worthy and live up to this hype of who I thought I needed to be in order to impress these people. And then I would leave the audition room and feel so disconnected from who I was. And I would have this unworthy complex of always feeling like I needed to fit a standard of who I needed to be to impress people. So it's like, go into an audition room, be a certain person, go into a, a interview for a potential job, be a different person, show up to rehearsals as a different person, show up on stage as a different person, show up in relationships as a different person, show up in relationships with my family as a different person. Like, so many different masks that we wear when really the full expression of who we are is more than enough. And that's going to be what's captivated. That's going to be what captivates people. And it's so funny because I got a message from a friend today and it was a picture of these very specialty um, ice cream cones that are made. And you can get them actually in Chinatown downtown where I live, but you could probably get them all over, but they're pretty much like a fish. And then there was like a unicorn type of ice cream inside with a little unicorn horn and a little sprinkles and all this stuff. And he's like, this is you compared to like a normal ice cream cone. And I'm like, that's so funny. We see them all over and people will pay double just to get these like fancy bougie looking um, ice cream cones because they're specialty, because they look different, because there's something unique and you feel special when you have that, right? As opposed to just a regular old ice cream cone. So people will pay extra and be like, treat yourself because they want that specialty. And that's the same thing with you. It's like you have something unique to give and unique to offer and it's not going to look like everyone else. And what happens when a lot of people are taught to public speak or do these speaker slams or, or do these speaking summits and all this stuff is that every single speaker has the same exact way of speaking or has the same exact way of like following a platform. So like they'll go up and they'll 
introduce themselves and then they'll share a little bit about their story and then it'll get really emotional and then they're going to be like, oh, but I overcame it. And then they're going to have like that arc. And then at the end, they're going to be like, and you can too. And that's like the speaker, like every single speech or whatever is like that. And you can tell the people who are like, I actively memorized this as a monologue in order to give this to you so you can see me as a leader and I have like this character built up of who I need to be on stage and I'm like death gripping to my cue cards or death gripping to this PowerPoint or my feelings and emotions are completely inauthentic and you can tell that they're scripted versus the ones that just go up and share their heart and just have that natural arc to what they're sharing, right? Who sometimes can fumble over their words or sometimes will lose their train of thought or sometimes will shift things in the middle of a of a speech and it's just so perfect and it helps you to see their humanness and helps you to connect and fall in love with that person and then you're going to like be like oh I really love that person I love how they speak I want more of them and then you're going to go and follow them on social media and if they don't match the person that they were on stage you're not going to follow them you're also not going to buy them their stuff and you're probably if you do follow them you're going to unfollow them after a while because they're not going to give you the same feeling as they did when they were on stage because they weren't the same person on stage as they are off stage and here's the deal is that I don't want you to create a persona of who you need to be when you go up and speak. And I don't care if you're like, one day I want to speak, or right now I want to go speak, or I'm like in the thick of speaking and I can't believe I'm actually like doing what you said happens when you become robotic on stage. Like wherever you're at is perfect. Wherever you're at, I want to meet you where you're at, okay? And I want to help you. And I want to help you to come home to who you are. Remember who the fuck you are. And remember that that is more than enough to go share your voice on stage. The first time that I shared my journey, my life journey or whatever, my story. And here's the thing. You don't just have one story. It's not a rags to riches story. You're not two-dimensional. You're not a piece of paper. You're a full-blown human being. You will never have a shortage of content. So if you feel like you're sharing the same thing over and over and over again, you have one story and you're like trying to quote unquote find your story to share. Like, fuck that. You have a multitude of stories. You have a plethora of stories. Every single experience in your life can be a story and it is a story because it's connected to you and what you teach. And every single experience in your life has led you right now to where you are right now in this moment. And you are meant to share that, right? Especially if you're called to be a light worker, especially if you're called to be a leader, especially if you're called to show the fuck up on stage. Every single part of your life is meant to be shared. And I remember the first time I ever had a microphone in my hand sharing my own story versus someone else's, I was on a bus with like 20 strangers on our way back from Portland. We went to a leadership event. My whole life exploded. Um, Like my family lost everything. I was living in this basement suite called the dungeon (laughs) that I called the dungeon because it had like bars on the windows. I'm pretty sure it was super illegal. At the time, um, it would flood quarterly, so I had to make sure none of my boxes were on the floor. Um, My carpets would get soaked. It was just like a gong show and a half, okay? But I remember grabbing that microphone and standing at the front of that bus and being like, I don't even know why the fuck I'm here. And being like, this is what's happening in my life right now. This is what I felt when I was sitting and listening to that speaker on stage. I just knew I was destined to be there. And... I don't really know what I'm saying. I'm kind of rambling, but I just wanted to share with you guys how I feel in this moment. And after I put down that mic, people were hollering, people were clapping, people were crying, people were shaking my hand and telling me your story is going to change lives one day. And I just remember thinking like, what are you talking about? I don't have a story. Like that was nothing, right? Or like, who am I to even share that? Like people have way worse things happen or whatever. And it's not... 
It is not a fight of whose story is the most inspiring, who was in the depths of the depths and who had the biggest results. Like, no, that's what a lot of old school tactics will teach you is that you have to have like, uh, like, I don't know, hit the, what's that called? Hit, what is it called? Rock bottom. There we go. I was like, what is it called? It's like not like a rock bottom to like riches story that you need to cultivate or create or curate or you have to have the worst case scenario out of everyone in the room or <coughs> everyone else needs to have like less results than you. It's like it's not a comparison contest. Like there are so many things that make you unique that when you show up and you share from that place of knowing who the fuck you are, knowing your shit and knowing why you're here and knowing what you're here to share, like hello, you are going to captivate everyone. You are going to magnetize your dream clients. You are going to show the fuck up and do the damn thing and actually be able to step into the leader that you were destined to be, right? You're not curating anything. You don't have to curate shit. It's already inside you. You just have to be completely 100% confident in sharing your soul. You have this inner vibrancy that wants out. That's why you actually have a voice, right? It's a bridge from the inside of who you are to the outside world. No one knows what you're thinking unless you tell them or show them or have that self-expression factor. So that is the key to being a leader, especially on and off the stage. It has nothing to do with what is your curated identity that you're going to create so that you get speaking gigs. Fuck that. It's like, how can you share every part of who you are and be deeply loved for the truth of who you are? Okay. So here's what we're going to cover. Okay. So here's the dealio. I'm doing a workshop this Thursday. It is called Stage Presence with Soul. <laughs> I was like, what is it called again? Stage Presence with Soul. And it's about how to speak with soul on and off the stage, okay? And it is for you if you've always wanted to be a public speaker. You know you're destined to share your voice on stage. You know you're destined to speak on stage one day. You are in the thick of it or you're going to become a speaker or you're in the intermediate realm and you're like, I just want to really, really find my voice and what I'm here to share, okay? And this is for you if you have dealt with stage fright, if you have dealt with not knowing what your voice is or what you're here to share, if you have felt like you're not unique enough or maybe you're too unique, like no one will get you or whatever, if you felt too much, if you are like, I need to numb down who I am in order to be seen as a leader, this is for you, okay? We are going to cover overcoming stage fright. Fun fact, I had stage fright for 24 years of my life, like since I came out of the womb up until a couple of years ago, right? I'm 26 now. And I remember an acting teacher telling me in a class, because we used to sit down at the end of class, we'd go perform, we'd come sit down, and we'd take notes, right, of like what we want to improve on next time. And I would always just like write down whatever they told me, but it was, I wouldn't like register what I needed to do right next time because the minute I got off the stage, I would forget everything that happened on stage and I would black it out like a trauma because I was so terrified of being criticized. I was so scared of not being seen as good enough. So my brain was like, ah, to remember that what you did on stage was unsafe. So as like a safety mechanism at a very young age, I started blacking out whatever happened on stage. And I would literally not remember my performances. I would be so much in the moment that I would just be like, okay, cool, just doing the thing. And then when I come off stage, I would completely black it out. And it, I would black it out more if there was someone that I knew in the audience versus if I was in front of like hundreds of people who I didn't know. And I had intense stage fright. I had intense performance anxiety, even though I have a degree in performance. I had intense performance anxiety. And 
all that I overcame and I'm going to show you how I did that. And I'm going to share with you a lot of stuff that I learned going through that process of stage fright. So like that is a huge thing. Also stage fright is like a social construct. It's not a fucking real thing. But when you, what is real is us being afraid of what people think of us. And we're going to blow that the fuck up. Okay. Cause I remember walking to a grade two class a couple months ago, I was teaching and the whole week the kids were amazing. And on the last day they had to perform. They're like, Danny, I have stage fright. And I was like, number one, who taught you that word? Because clearly you just learned that word today. And number two, that is so sad that you know that word because what that tells me is that you're now afraid of your peers seeing you because you feel like you're going to do something wrong. And you literally cannot mess it up. You literally cannot mess it up. And you are going to be deeply loved no matter what, even if you fall on the stage. Even if you make mistakes, whatever, you're going to be deeply loved. You just have to own it, okay? We're going to talk about commitment. We're going to talk about walking on and off the stage and having commitment to what you're here to do, which is super crucial, which is like, if you make a mistake, you fucking commit to continuing, okay? You commit to your message. It's not commitment committing to being seen a certain way. It's not committing to be seen as cool. It's not committing to be seen as worthy or a leader or whatever. No, it's committing to your message. And when you commit to your message, even if you mess up, even if you trip on stage, even if like it does not matter, that doesn't phase you. You just keep going and you don't let it shake you. And it's not from this place of being like, oh, I'm not going to let anything shake me, right? It's from this place of just knowing your shit, knowing who you are and showing up with full commitment to your message. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about mastering your magnetism, which means that you walk on stage and you enter the room energy first. You captivate your audience, not from trying to manipulate them into paying attention to you, but legit just being yourself so grounded in who you are that people literally cannot look away and they are just like magnetized to your energy, okay? We're going to talk about owning the fuck out of your it factor, which is what makes you unique, which is normally exactly what people have told you not to do, is exactly what you need to do in order for people to fall madly in love with who you are, okay? We're also going to be talking about keeping the crowd engaged, which is like not manipulating them one more time, not manipulating them (laughs) into trying to pay attention to you. Like this isn't like a pay attention to me game. That's a very needy and like forced energy and they'll feel it and they'll be like repelled by it, okay? What we want is you to be so comfortable and so confident in who you are that people literally cannot look away and they want to hear every single thing that you say, okay? And then um, we're also going to talk about captivating content, which isn't curated, okay? Here's the thing. Captivating content, the content that people want to hear, the content that people feel inside their soul, the content that people can't help but be wildly obsessed with is not curated. It's not made up. It's stuff that comes from the vulnerability of your soul. There's a reason why you have experiences. There's a reason why you have beliefs. There's a reason why you have emotions and all that stuff. And you have these layers to your actual physical voice that help you tell story, okay? This is very important. And I and it's also not like don't curate a speech based on what you think people want to hear from you or what you think is prof- quote-unquote professional. Fuck that. There's a reason why people go see Gary Vee speak versus going to go see John Maxwell speak. There's a reason why people go and see... Danielle Laporte speak versus Gabby Bernstein. And it comes with how they hold their voice in their mouths, like how they hold the energy of their voice, what the words that they use, how they show up, all this stuff, their energy, their speech pattern, everything. And it's just who they are. It's not this persona that they made up. It's just who they are. And when they speak from that place, it's like people are just in love with them. People like can't look away. People can't stop listening. They binge listen to all their content. They're 
they're, they fill the rooms over and over and over again. And it could be the same workshop and they fill the rooms over and over and over again because they can't not be a part of that energy. And we're going to go through all of that stuff, how to master that and how to show up like that on and off the stage. So even if you're like one day, I kind of want to speak, this workshop is for you. You get lifetime access to it. Okay. It's $250. It's a live workshop. It is on Thursday. It is at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we go through all this stuff and it's like a mini course. You also get a live Q&A with me. You'll get an email like 48 hours before with a private link that you can join with. And it's going to be recorded for you. So get excited and you get to come and hang out and it's going to be thebomb.com. So if you have any questions, you can go ahead and message me at danny at daniellejuso.com. Message me on Instagram at dannydruso or send anything my way. I love you guys so much. I really hope to see you guys there. This is like something that I wanted to work on and speak about and work with you guys on for so long. And I know a lot of you guys wanted me to do a public speaking workshop. Um, So this is for you. I'm showing up. I'm giving you guys exactly what you desire and exactly what you need. And I cannot wait to see you there. Okay. I love you guys. The link to that is in the show notes below, but it's daniellejuso.com slash stage presence with soul. So I can't wait to see you guys there. I love you guys so much. If this episode rocked your world or this workshop is something that you love and you want to be a part of or you know someone who desperately needs this in their life or you've heard your friend being like, I want to be a public speaker, but I don't know where to start. This is for them. This is for beginners to intermediate. And yeah, it's like everything that my years and years and years on the stage and off the stage and in personal development has taught me. And it's what I love teaching multiple Like there's like multiple entrepreneurs that are at a super high level that I've worked with to master their energy, master their voice and master their speaking and so much more. So if you have any questions, send them my way, head to the link. I can't wait to see you there. I love you guys so much. Kick ass, take names, change the world. Bye guys. What is up friends? Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this week's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. As promised, all your goodies are in the show notes below. So you can go ahead and swipe up and claim those. That's where all the information is on where you can find me, all the resources on my website, all the juicy, juicy info, where to find me on Instagram and all that fun things. Also, if we had a guest in this episode, you can bet your bottom dollar that I put all their juicy details below as well. So go ahead and swipe up and claim those. If you've got a friend where you're like, oh my God, they need this episode in their life, please, please, please share it with your humans. I want to get this work and these amazing epic guests and this podcast to as many human beings as physically possible so we can continue to unleash our voice and get really unfiltered up in this bitch. Okay. So go ahead, share with your friends, tag me on Instagram. If you want to share a screenshot of the show and you know what? Sharing is really, truly caring. So go ahead, go forth, multiply, share this with your friends. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode of the unleash your voice podcast. Until next time, go be bold, be bright, be you. You're fabulous. Stop being so goddamn secretive about it. I love you guys so much. Later, Gators.